Welcome to another episode of Adding Up the Podcast. I'm your host, Serena Dot Ryan. This is episode 73. I am excited and overwhelmed at the thought that this is episode 73. Never in my wildest dreams when I was sitting in debt with three maxed out credit cards did I think I would be brave enough to be sharing my stories around money and how I'm changing my relationship with money. I have been credit card free since April 2020. That's well over two years now. I love how I have been able to successfully build up savings in the process. This is all about being resourceful. This particular episode is going to focus on being resourceful with money, as I see that that has been a contributing factor to why I am the way I am now. So in this episode, I'm gonna cover key ways I've been resourceful with money. Before I get into it, I wanna cover my three highlights of the week. My best saving, my best learning, and money bravery. My best saving, having leftovers. Seriously, sounds so simple because it is, but it's a habit I wasn't always in the habit of doing, being conscious of it and being proud of it. And I feel like this week was a massive win. We've had a couple of different meals throughout the week and I don't know if you do the same, you have half of a meal left, maybe one or two serves. So we'd had a meal on Saturday night and then a different one on Sunday night. And by the time it came to Monday, I had leftover roast, I had leftover bolognese, and I even had leftover soup. At one stage, we were eating three different meals at the one meal time, just to use up all those leftovers. It is worth having that variety, it's almost like a buffet, of leftovers. And it's amazing how the flavors mix and how they can be quite tasty day or two after. I do have a rule though, leftovers don't last longer than three days. Worst case, if we don't end up eating them, our chickens get them. So it's a form of being able to make sure we're not wasting. And I believe this is kind of tied into this week's topic for this podcast as well. Just one of my resourcefulness things that is now becoming a part of my everyday. And particularly this week, I feel like I could call it the trifecta, where we've had three meals, three lots of leftovers in one night, in one sitting. And it was awesome. So much satisfaction out of not throwing out too much. My best learning this week, don't assume you're the only one. We can be in our little hull and think, it's only me going through this. One of the beautiful things about this podcast is that people are open to send me questions. Your podcast player, there's always a link there for you to submit a question. I find people aren't always submitting questions, but they are sharing things. I realize that by me sharing publicly gives people permission to share with me privately. I advocate that you don't have to share with me privately, don't share anything with me, but the fact that people feel comfortable enough to open up and say they're having challenges around money and their money mindset, it makes me feel that it's important for me not to feel alone. This is a very vulnerable situation to be in talking about money habits. And this podcast was started originally in mind to see that if I was going through this, I didn't want to be alone going through it. So you know who you are, those of you who have actually reached out to me via the link this past week. 
and have talked about your challenges with your budget. I appreciate that you let me know I'm not alone and I'm glad that this podcast is actually helping you as well. And you can always add a comment if you choose to publicly on YouTube when you're watching and I have all episodes, I think the last six are there. You're always welcome to listen on your favorite podcast player as well. And if you prefer to submit a question privately or a comment privately, that's perfectly fine as well. Know that one of the most beautiful things you can do is to become money aware. And when we're money aware, we have this capacity to make informed decisions with regard to our money, which can help us in the process of having a healthier relationship with money. And to emphasize, I'm not a qualified financial advisor. This is not what that's about. What's important, and I'll always say to anyone that asks, I don't give advice with regards to money. I share my experience. And I always, always recommend that you go and seek out professional advice. And my hope is through what I share here, that those you get professional advice from, you ask more informed questions and you have the ownership over your own money. Your own money, yeah, that's exactly what it should be. Because I find, through my own experience, the more informed I am when I go and ask questions of the financial advisors I work with, I get better answers to my questions the quality of my questions do actually impact the answers I get. So if I'm clear on what I want my financial future to be, I'm actually helping the financial advisor give me better advice. Money bravery for me this week. I had to ponder, what have I been brave about this week with money? I would say it is maintaining my awareness with it. I am becoming acutely aware of changing circumstances in the economy And rather than get too caught up in it, it is important. My money bravery is maintaining my awareness. I was chatting with a friend this week about my reactions to avoiding confrontation. And something I've learned about myself is if there's something difficult in my past, I would avoid difficult conversations. And because I would avoid difficult conversations, I wouldn't have the ability to deal with them very well. A beautiful friend of mine has written a book and it's called The Good Fight. Leanne Davey, you're out there and I love you. You have got an amazing way with words. And conflict debt is something she talks about in her book. I am determined to not have conflict debt build up. So I'm maintaining my awareness as a part of my money bravery and ensuring that if there is a difficult conversation that needs to be had, I am going to have it so that it doesn't build up. And with money, not avoiding things, it actually makes it healthier and my relationship with money becomes healthier. On to this week's episode, money resourcefulness and being more resourceful with money is something that is very passionately close to my heart. I find that resourcefulness can be something we approach in many different ways. For me, resourcefulness is making the most of what I have. And that has initially been a hard thing for me to work with because I didn't have a lot of resources when it came to dealing with money. As I mentioned in this week's Money Bravery, I had a habit if there was a difficult conversation or something that was a difficult situation with money, I would avoid it. I'd actually just disappear rather than have the conversation. 
and it's not a healthy way to be long-term avoiding difficult conversations. I have found that I have worked hard at this to build up my knowledge. So my first tip is get educated. Watching or listening to this podcast is a great way to start and learn from my money mistakes and my money behavior. I found I needed to seek out books and books that have really helped to build my financial literacy have been The Barefoot Investor by Scott Pate, Debt, The First 5,000 Years. It is an incredible book. I love that in that particular book, I learned that money came about as an exchange of value. If there was something that you wanted and you didn't have something to barter, you would give money in exchange so that there wasn't any debt to be incurred. It's an interesting way for me to now approach money. I, for a very long time, would see money as this thing that was elusive that I couldn't have or I found difficult to hold on to. When I switched that feeling around money to be about an exchange of value, I couldn't wait to pay bills. I figured if I had something or I'd been given something and I had a bill to pay because that meant that I'd received something, I needed to pay it. And I used to get so caught up in what if I didn't have the money to pay? I'm talking with regards to things like an electricity bill. This is going back more than 20 years now. I felt always it was this anxiety of, oh no. And I would avoid, just avoid things because I did, didn't want to deal with it. It wasn't something that really lit me up about going, yay, I've got to sit down and pay my bills. When I could shift that thinking around money, knowing it was an exchange of value, now when I get bills, I can't wait to pay them. And this change for me has also enabled me to have more confidence with money, with being in business for myself as well. I didn't realize that that money mindset in my personal life could impact my business life. The third book I would recommend you checking out is called Your Money or Your Life. This book, I've lost count of how many times I've mentioned it in this podcast. It's very rare to not mention it at least once a day in person with people as well. Your Money or Your Life has a concept in it called Enough. It also gives you step by step the process to determine what is enough to have in your life. When you can determine what is enough based on your circumstances, it makes everything easier. It teaches you step by step where to work out based on your circumstances, how much money is enough for your lifestyle. You can then determine how to get that money through your own skill set and abilities and how to bring the two together. Working out enough for me was transformative to then be able to figure out the rest of the things I wanted to prioritize in my life. What was essential, what was necessary, and how to adjust my circumstances regularly. That book I highly, highly recommend. And you can easily find it on Audible as an audiobook. And I recommend going and checking out your local library. Don't assume you have to buy books, but I will put a link to be able to purchase the books through Amazon in the comments in case that's 
the way you want to get them. I have a mix of physical books and also audiobooks. And as a general rule, I have an Audible account and I do build up credits that way. I get books as a audiobook first. And then if I feel the need to go and get that book in person, get a physical book, then I go and do it. And that was exactly how it worked with me for all of three of these books. Debt, The First Thousand Years, I haven't bought the physical book yet, but The Barefoot Investor, after listening to the first three chapters, I could not not go and get the book because it is very much a how-to manual of how to set up your financial structure. It is general advice, so you've always got to take it all in consideration of going to your accountant, your bookkeeper and your financial advisor to get yourself organized. But what I found is that there are so many things I gained out of that book by having it as a physical book. And the same goes for your money or your life, having that as a physical book as well. And the next book that helped me as an entrepreneur, not just for my personal life, but for my business life as well, is Profit First by Mark Mahalowitz. And again, got it as Audible, and then went and bought the physical book as well. It really does make a difference when you can build up your knowledge and be resourceful as a person, then that is the first step to being resourceful in my opinion. The next step for me is looking around my house about how I can reduce my waste. Being resourceful is not having any waste whatsoever. So yes, this week I talked about using up the leftovers and I love that. It's also using up what's in the pantry. I regularly go through our pantry. I've never done that so much than I have in the last couple of years since I've paid attention to my money. I want to make sure that food doesn't go out of date in my pantry. That was something that I didn't pay enough attention to previously. And being able to find food I have in my pantry that can be made up into meals. I find we've got an abundance of cookbooks in our house. There's 33 cookbooks at last count, thanks to my son who learnt to read with cookbooks. That was his thing. He didn't really want to read books like other kids. He decided that reading cookbooks and recipes really was fascinating to him. And as a result, we have quite a few cookbooks in this house. Not necessarily historically have been used for cooking, but have definitely been used for reading purposes. I'm putting them to work now by taking the challenge of what's in my pantry and looking to see what I can match it with a recipe. Kind of a nice challenge so I don't waste food. And bringing those things together, I've even given the task to my kids to say, here, this is what's in the pantry, find a recipe that matches it. And it becomes a great activity for the kids as well. They won't always eat what I cook using it, but they've at least used that as a cool way to pass the time and for once not sitting on a device, which is another challenge in our house. This is a proactive and fun way to engage the family. A value exchange is another great thing. And I've found that when I talk about your money or your life, and they also talk about value exchange and bartering and Debt the First 5,000 Years also talks about this concept of bartering and that's how money first came into existence. So how and what 
activities and things and that you do that could be shared with others. And I found I'm at the stage where my kids are at school at the moment. So we've got parents that we also get along well with and we do exchanges with regards to babysitting. So that's actually really handy. We've also uh, had holidays with others. And this is something to consider because then you have the shared cost of say, hiring one home together as opposed to two separate locations. And that can become quite economical and the opportunity to share babysitting as well. And that's a great benefit to have more affordable holidays. Another cool thing that has been great for us as well is our kids do a lot of sport and after school activities. And we've been able to share being able to do that with other parents. So that means sometimes we get to be able to work a bit more or do other things because that shared responsibility has been shared with others. And thinking about what are the other things in your life that could be shared with others as a barter system so you're not having to necessarily spend money for those activities, but it's something that we're taking turns in doing and it is essentially a form of bartering and being able to share something that's of equal value to each other. Buy and sell secondhand is a great way to be resourceful. It works two ways because if you're buying secondhand, it's something that's already had a life in this world with someone else and you're continuing that life of it rather than it going and ending up in landfill. The other side of things is if you're selling secondhand, that's money that could be coming back into your pocket. And that is this exchange of value. People will give you money for things that they deem valuable. So what do you have around your house that you could sell and be able to get money back on? But also next time you're going to buy something, don't rush to go and buy brand new. Something that has really taken off for me personally is the ability to buy through op shops or thrift shops if you're in the US or other parts of the world. Op shop is short for opportunity shop, which is our secondhand stores here in Australia. And I have found it an incredible resource being able to go and do that because I have a love of designer label fashion, but I'm not prepared to spend the cost of what it is to buy at full retail, particularly when I'm paying attention to our family budget and having to balance out other priorities. Being able to go op shopping is something I've found really valuable. And when you talk about exchange of value, I do go with a dear friend who is a personal stylist and I do pay for her time. But even when I do pay for her time and also for the second hand or as new secondhand designer label fashion, it's still a fraction of the price of what I would have been paying if I paid full retail. And knowing that those clothes alternative would be to end up in, unfortunately, landfill, this is actually a benefit that's so important to pay attention to and make the most of. It is an incredible way to be resourceful and I value the clothes that I get immensely and like that opportunity to give back. And when I'm buying them from op shops, that is usually supporting a charity that is giving money back into the community to help our most vulnerable. And I love that too. The multiple benefits of buying secondhand and being able to make the most of what we have to be resourceful really is something to pay attention to 
and get joy in. Often we talk about money and we are feeling like, oh no, we're gonna be deprived. Being resourceful is not about being deprived. It is about making the most of what we have and still having a very high quality life. This is paying attention to the things that we value and also in the process, being better with money. I love op shops and my recent experience, I also captured that and did a YouTube video on it. I'm gonna pop a link here. It'll be in the show notes if you're listening on a podcast player. And you're welcome to click on the link as well in the description if you're watching on YouTube. Please do put your comments below. I'd love to hear what is your number one tip for being resourceful. If you're on YouTube, by all means, you pop it in the comments. If you're on your favorite podcast player, click on the link, let me know via Messenger. This is an opportunity for us to help each other. I'm always looking for more tips on how I can make the most of what I have and share those tips as well. And don't hesitate to let me know if you're happy for me to share those comments publicly because this is an opportunity to shine a light on the great work you're doing too. Have a wonderful week and know that every little change you're doing with your money awareness is adding up to give you the opportunity of great things.